0: We are
1: now live.
0: We are live. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a midweek podcast. Well, midweek Nerdy (laughs) Up North podcast, the nerdy podcast hosted by Northern Nerds. I am one of your hosts, Sam.
1: And I'm the other host, Paul. And as we said, we are powering forward until that big 100th episode. So we did have a few episodes we needed to fill in to hit the like the magic date that we want to do, which is the thirteenth of November, is that right?
0: It most certainly is.
1: Yes, and that's like say why we are doing a few extra episodes here and there. Um, you this... lucky, lucky people! <laughs> certainly, and this was the magic episode that was going to be us talking about the brilliant and the masterpiece that was Halloween Ends. And if you watched last week's episode, you realize how much of a mistake us doing that episode would really would have so, been.
0: So quick to like, yeah, we can't review that. <laughs> we need something quickly. And this fits in perfectly, actually, with Sunday's theme.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, So
0: I think it's a really good idea.
1: Yes. So it's like with us doing Trick or Treat, doing the ultimate, well not the ultimate, one of the better um better ended anthologies yeah. films we thought what better to do like an anthology show which is um the american horror story uh and like say cavouts because lately they've been doing american horror stories mm-hmm. as well there's, there's been two seasons of that which uh i'm not gonna lie i do find it more entertaining than the actual like say the American Horror Story show, but we'll get into that in a little bit later. So we'll let Sam uh, do a magic stuff.
0: Oh, my disclaimer. Right, mm. well, everything discussed in tonight's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you want to discuss anything from tonight's episode, please come and join us in the Facebook group where we can have an open discussion. What we won't have is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong. We can all agree to disagree in fandom, so let's keep it fun, keep it kind and keep the toxic behaviour out of nerdism
1: very much so and don't come for us using the everyone tag please let's say it's our group we do want exactly. to promote the podcast we want people to listen and watch us so get we off want, our backs
0: exactly we want to grow we want everyone to be aware that when we're on because this is a midweek one we wouldn't ever normally do this mm-hmm. um so yeah back off I've send me fucking cat on you.
1: Yes, she's probably like asleep. Oh, there.
0: Yeah, she can't. They can't see her. She's just off camera.
1: <laughs> oh, Beth's freaking out she's good. Where's the pumpkin, Cardi? Cody, you're getting that predictable with your clothes already, Sammy. It
0: sits behind us. It sits <laughs> on. It's on the back of my chair. <laughs> it's always there.
1: <laughs> but yes. Um. So yes, uh, we'll not do a how you're doing <laughs> it, pit because uh, we've only done that. And I've been yeah, to work to do it. <laughs> <laughs> there's only so much stuff we can watch. Um, like I say, I don't think I've watched anything really that too different. But um, but yes, um, American Horror Story. Because when mm. this started, because there's been nine seasons of this. Nine? Well, is it nine or is it the ninth nine. season that's this year? <laughs> I think, honest. yeah, because it's the ninth season that's starting soon. So this started in 2011 with... Yeah. Uh, like the murder house. And at the time we didn't know it was going to be an anthology season. We thought it was just going to be like, as, as I said, a spooky story. And the, I think with this, it did hit on perfectly was the marketing campaign. Oh, hundred percent. He knows as,
0: how he knows. Ryan Murphy knows how to do marketing.
1: Cause it didn't really give you too much away initially, like now they show you pretty much everything that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But initially it was just basically everything was painted in blood and red. And mm-hmm. like the gimp suit was all over the place, oh, and, it was, the and it was latex.
0: The oh, the fires, <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> but um, we were basically watching, like, like in in in, 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 in anticipation, cause,
0: anticipation,
1: because we've not really had a horror TV show for a while, <laughs> while before this came along. No, yeah. this
0: kind of like set the set it up really. though I can't think. Do you know? Did this? I feel this came out around the same time as Walking Dead. I Ooh. feel like I was watching Walking Dead
1: mm-hmm. and
0: this on the same night. Well, it was like the same channel, FX. Yeah, yeah, so like FX. Back in the day, I feel like they were very close to each other, mm-hmm. um, either in release days or being actually released. And it was like horror. It just, horror TV was starting to take, take off, off a bit. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. No. And, like, I know if you... Because I, I, we're not going to talk through all, like, say, the eight seasons that came through. Oh, thank <laughs> God, because I cannot talk about Roanoke. <laughs> that wasn't it. Was, I didn't mind that one, to oh, be honest. God,
0: Paul, man, that was awful. So, it was terrible.
1: There's been worse ones. Like, say, I can talk Freak Show. Or, <gasps> that was <gasps> Blasphemy. for me. That was, t- I'm sorry, no. That was just a, <laughs> an excuse to have people. Like say having sex in weed and wonderful things. It was it was not (laughs) our story. I'm sorry that that's not the case. If you're
0: a fan of Freaks the movie, mm -hmm. I can see the appeal. But if Mm -hmm. you're not, then I can see the unappeal. But I actually really enjoyed it. Second viewing, I Mm -hmm. enjoyed it. First time, what was Lord shite.
1: I think I think it was like off for me as soon as like Lobster Boy started showing his tricks. I was like, fuck this shit. But, (laughs) But yes, um. going back to the first season because like as i said this came out of nowhere like say the the first martin that campaign that came on and it was when fx was doing um like quite edgy stuff it was before like say the the disney takeover and Mm -hmm. and stuff when this came out like i was gripped like i was watching it i I know it wasn't out in the uk sorry guys i was watching on the dodgy stick uh uh, every week i I wasn't waiting to like say like what you do now you wait for the season to like play out a few weeks then you watch a couple in a row yep. i i couldn't wait um but again with these type of shows and again we'll probably get into this like later ones the show is itself and like the story that intertwines, and the characters are always brilliant but it's always a bit of a lackluster ending shall we say
0: Cause that's what Ryan Murphy does. He starts <laughs> off and it's a running theme throughout mm-hmm. all of them, apart from Coven. Coven's mm-hmm. the only one. And for me, where he got it right from start to finish, but it's like, he has such brilliant ideas. And it's like, it's like he trails off at the end and it's like, blah, 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 that'll do. <laughs> like he just, he can't finish something.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: didn't, I, I love Murder House. Yes. What what's your top your top ones?
1: Um, probably's Coven Murder House and a, uh, a uh, and probably's Apocalypse. It was Apocalypse wasn't it?
0: Um, is that the yeah
1: yes uh, yeah so, That's so yeah. With
0: the the cross the big crossovers.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the top three uh, Probably it goes uh, co- uh, Coven just because Coven is absolutely top tier. To um. TV, um, then it goes Murder House, um, then Apocalypse, but then closely by Hotel. But I think Hotel, not because of how how it was how it was done. Mm-hmm. I think it's more about the the actors and the car- caliber of actors that they had in in it that was yeah. was the standout uh, for will, me.
0: I'll, I'll get into my love of Hotel, um, and yeah. apparently in America, Coven. Was why well, I can't see it. So it has all the listings of the, the shows, Murder House, Freak Show, Hotel, mm. Roanoke, Cult. What was Cult?
1: That was the one where they were taking the piss out of oh, the American... Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, my uh,
0: God. I can't believe yeah. I sat all the way through that. Uh, it yeah. does not have Coven on there. That's so weird. But, yeah, mine is Murder House, Covent and Hotel. Mm-hmm. Um. No no particular order, because I could literally watch. I, I put Hotel on just
1: for comfort. <laughs> well, uh, Coven was, because if you're looking on uh, Wikipedia, yeah. it's, miss, it's missed out too. So uh, it's missing out uh, oh, Asylum and Coven. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, I see it now. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. that I was like, that's that's so weird. <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah. actually,
1: there's been, there's been ten seasons. Sorry, yeah. uh, and uh, season eleven comes out, and that's New York City. So it's about the fashion okay. industry. So that's the new one that's going to be coming out in October, uh, I believe, or like right so about now. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: nineteenth tomorrow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's quite it's quite on point that we're doing it then. Oh my
0: God, we've managed to do something relevant <laughs> and on time.
1: But yeah, um. But the first thing that stands out in the first season of mm. of American Horror Story is the caliber of actors. I know we'll probably talk about it, like the people in this show makes it, like the Jessica Langs, Evan oh. Peters, it's just like like the the, the the steer, like the ones that's been through it without. I know Jessica Langs that now retired now, um, and and she won't be in any future ones. But um, like I said, that first season, like how like the story intertwines and goes through different things and just when you start expecting something or thinking you've got it worked yeah. out like they're throwing the black dahlia <laughs> for example <laughs> so the yeah. black dahlia earlier comes into it, and you're like what the fuck where this come from because it, it goes all the way through like um like two uh Two gay people living live there, like Zachary, uh, Zachary uh, Quinto. Yeah, Zachary Quinto, and I don't and... know
0: who the other actor is. It's a yeah, Scars like...
1: guard, isn't it? It's I think it's a Scars God. Oh, is
0: it the Scars? Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, I can kind of see it now.
1: Yeah. Um. So them two are like, say, living in the house the interior decorators, but um, like the little twists and like the journey you go through it, like um, the uh, it's but the one thing that the, the running theme is like, it's very scary, but it's also quite sexual, like oh. in all of the stories as well. Like I vividly still remember laughing me head off when I first watched it, um, with the guy who was the psychiatrist, he was in a few episodes and, He's wanking over the, the maid, but he's cry wanking at the same time. And that, <laughs> and it was just like the strangest experience ever. It's like he's like feeling ashamed because he's, he's wanking over this like, this maid who, like I say, the redhead maid in the show is absolutely phenomenal. Like I say, it took me a long time to get over her. Like I say, I'm not, not going to lie. <laughs> Walking um, Dead actress,
0: that one. She was in Walking Dead for a period of time. But you would never know. Honestly, without the redhead, redhead <laughs> I couldn't recognize her at all.
1: But yeah, um, it's just like uh, uh, the first one especially is a, like one of the better ghost stories that's go through and it's entertaining all the way throughout. Like the family um, like are likable, which is a strange thing for a thing because a lot of a lot of families in horror movies or ho- or these type of shows, you stop caring, especially over like so many episodes and you think, oh, I'm I, I just want them to. Get on with it. But they were a dysfunctional family as well. So, kind of related to it at the same time. They they had
0: massively.
1: They put like the the modern day problems and, um, like, say, the little girl, the young girl in it, Violet, who. uh, Yeah, um,
0: I can never pronounce her name. Uh, Thaisa Farmiga, um, Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. sister of Vera Farmiga. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes, but she is one of the standouts in like the first season.
0: She isn't anything she does. Mm-hmm. That girl, like, the nun is shit, but yeah. it's bearable because she's in it. <laughs> the nun wasn't that shit. Actually, I just couldn't see it in the pictures. It was too <laughs> fucking dark. And um, the, the opening, the, you talk about the, you know, relatable family. The mm-hmm. opening scene is like heartbreaking and you're only two minutes in. You don't know these people, mm-hmm. but watching Viv. Find her husband in bed with somebody yeah. else. You you feel for her, yeah. And I don't feel that like hatred towards him because I am kind of rooting for them to like
1: to get through and get because uh-huh. like one of these families that with the likability factor and the play on that as well, yeah. Um, and like Viv going through it and how um like like as I said this season as it goes on gets bizarre and bizarre. She like gets dreams that she's having sex with uh, the guy in the game suit. It turns out to be Evan Payton. Spoilers, by the way, if you haven't watched it.
0: Oh, yeah, total um, spoilers for all of this because yeah. you can't not talk about American Horror Story without actually going into spoiler territory. Um, the, I always loved the uh, the fact that the house was its own character mm-hmm. and it had its own players in there, like all the ghosts that were there and discovering more ghosts as you went on. Mm-hmm. I think my favourite ghosts were the Montgomery's. Mm-hmm. Who is when you find out later is a distant, 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 distant relative of Thingy Montgomery in Coven. Mm-hmm. So they're all is interlinked.
1: <laughs> yes, but you don't actually find out later oh, on. I that, don't think he uh, actually
0: planned that. Yeah, <laughs> that was a later, later thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, and how, like, say when when you find out how interlinked it is, it makes mm-hmm. it more watchable. And like, I, I even went back and watched a few of the seasons, like, because uh, Coven plays like when once you've seen coven and then for the later seasons and stuff it lends heavily Mm -hmm. to the other seasons like i think that he realized all the people involved realized how good that season was like the 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 meme still goes around today like on wednesdays we wear black uh like said that was like one of the big things that kind of hit the place uh like all the time for that time but since then, since Coven came out, it has lent heavily to that season. Like, there's been reoccurring characters. Uh, there's been like little, little hints and tips. Like, characters have been through it. Um, like, Apocalypse was based pretty much on Coven, like, as a sequel. Uh, when it was going through, it was like a, a mixture between Coven and Murder House because it was like the Warlocks versus the witches. And, um yeah, cause and, it was uh...
0: Michael, it was the baby, it's <laughs> mm-hmm. Viv's. And thingy's baby, Evan Peter's baby, who is now all grown up and all like mm-hmm. serial killery and because mm-hmm. he was very sadistic when you see him with a knife at the end of murder. Was it the end of Murder House? Where she where he kills the nanny and she just picks him up and smiles and he's like, <laughs> Well done, my boy. Um I I thoroughly enjoyed Apocalypse. I think they could have done so much more with that. Mm-hmm. So much more.
1: Yeah, but I think sometimes they try and do the comedy aspect, and the comedy aspect doesn't always play out as well. No, it um, doesn't. It doesn't.
0: But, if you don't have Jessica Lang in there, mm-hmm. you can't make it funny.
1: No, but Jessica Lang in Coven, I like, yeah. say. Well, I'll move on to the Coven now because, as the Coven, that story and like how like Sarah Paulson as well in that was just absolutely on top level, like mm-hmm. say performance wise, um, and it had fucking Stevie Nicks as a witch.
0: It did the White <laughs> Witch, and you got the entrance of Angela, the fucking amazing Angela Bassett, who mm-hmm. has not aged a bastard day. Um, mm-hmm. she as the Voodoo Queen, which mm-hmm. oh my god, she was amazing. Mm-hmm. The story is consistent; it flows, and it actually ends perfectly. There's mm-hmm. nothing you cannot pick apart, Coven, like mm-hmm. you could with what's the one and what's the second one called?
1: Well, um, asylum was a terrible ending. That that was a like, so you, yeah. It was kind of built up really well. Like you got this, um, like as you said, a serial killer that, like, said so killed. Was it him out of Maroon Five, Adam Levine, something? Oh, um, good God!
0: Yeah, it was. It was all very one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah. Um, and then went to down the route of aliens again. Yeah, the, the pen, the pen went off the paper.
1: Yeah, when they come to aliens, in, that was when I like, kind of like you thought was going to i thought rately santa was going to be bad when we got to, uh, like say a, was it a, McShane? a. As McShane, uh, oh my shane as a as a really santa in coven uh, not coven in asylum which asylum. Uh, um was a brilliant turn of them because i think that episode came around just before christmas as well it uh, did. <laughs> um but yeah that was like the ending but the ending to murder house as well like as again it, it didn't 'Cause it was kind of like an anti ending, You'd, like, is that it? After everything they've been through, just to turn into all ghosts looking um, at another family living in the house. So it was kind of like
0: Yeah, well, I love that aspect though. I mm-hmm. love the fact that they ended up together mm-hmm. in in eternity in a house that <laughs> fucking <laughs> hated. Um but it still they had a dynamic They had it was all about family. That's mm-hmm. the only thing you can take away from Murder House is family. Mm-hmm. Um Especially uh, which is very bizarre when you're talking about a murder house, but I loved how that series ended. I love mm. the fact that they all worked together because
1: mm-hmm. it Not broke different. my
0: heart when I found out <laughs> Violet was dead.
1: Yes, that was the big twisting point, though, as well. Because mm-hmm. it turns out, because I'm trying to think now when I watched it back, it was like a three or four episode arc, you didn't realize. Mm. And you find out, like, to the point where she actually did die of the overdose because you thought that Tate saved her.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
1: when it comes out, unfortunately, that she did die in that thing. And, and even though Tate is a bit of a knobhead in this and just, like, say, a bit of a, like, not not the villain of the piece because that was always going to be Jessica Land's character. She was always the one that was twisting and making things, um like, say, a twisting a knife, shall we say. Mm-hmm. But, uh he kind of saved the day and like, say so you saw a different, you saw a different side of him. Uh, yeah, Well, he was
0: repentant for what he did
1: because
0: mm-hmm. he hid it for sort of like, even in death, he managed to hide his true identity of what he actually did, which when you find out what he actually did, it's fucking terrifying. Um, but he repented in death. Like mm-hmm. he could actually do that. Um, and he, he was the city. You're right. He was. He was a, a massive hero towards the end. I did not see Jessica Lang as a villain, though. I thought <laughs> I—I don't see her as villainous.
1: Isn't that just a probably a personal choice, or like say a personal, personal taste, rather probably. than when? Because she was a nasty bitch, like the way she tread people. But
0: Though, the way she, I know it's, I know it's not a name in this, but Nan from mm-hmm. um Coven, mm-hmm. how she, adventure she was just, I want to be a pretty girl. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, you are a pretty girl. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but like, this is kind of the one that, like say when we're going back to the original, the first one, that was where it set the rules of the things to come as well. Like mm-hmm. things where if you died on the property, you haunted the property. So that's why they wanted everyone to stay like yeah. when it like, makes sure everyone died, they died there so that basically they would always stay in the house. And then they give us the great, and I, I love this aspect to it as well. The death on, uh, like the dead can leave mm-hmm. and and roam on Halloween, yeah. which entertained me no end as well because I thought that's just a brilliant concept. Because Halloween, as I said, is always a special time for us, and um, it's it breaks the veil and uh, makes it brings that element to it and i just love that premise that idea Mm -hmm. that people can like are are kind of like shackled or trapped to live this life like like almost year round where like you're stuck and you're stuck with the people that probably some of the people you can't stand or even if you (laughs) can stand them, you're stuck in the same place and you You, end up wanting to strangle we've just all got through lockdown so we've all been we all understand
0: that feeling but it also was so clever in hiding violet's death Mm -hmm. Because she could go outside. It looked no different than when she... Because she was a bit of a recluse. She -hmm. she was a bit of a loner. So it's not like she would be out all the time. And the Mm -hmm. fact that she could go out on Halloween did not draw attention to to us as a viewer Mm -hmm. that she actually wasn't there.
1: No. Definitely. Which
0: broke my... That's when she finds herself. That broke me.
1: (laughs) But I kind of like as well how... Like as you said, everything's intertwined. The kind of hit back at Murder House as well because we we got the like the the turnaround in in Apocalypse where we found out the baby that was born was uh, Michael. Yep. But also in the two seasons that we've had now of American Horror Stories, where it's it's normally like just a one piece, one shoot yep. episode, where or two parter type thing, where they're telling the short story and. I'll be honest. If anyone like is a fan of American Horror Story and you haven't checked them out yet, give them a watch because there are more satisfying endings. Like some of the stories are stronger than the others, mm-hmm. but that's like a season of American Horror Story. But the endings seem to have a fulfilled on not overcomplicated, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So you get more enjoyment out of it. So that that that's where I would always suggest it. But in the first season of American Horror Stories, it had little playbacks to Murder House. Where future people came in, um, like I say, the young teenage girl who, um, like I say, started getting the, um, uh, like I say a taste for killing because there was a, a a serial killer girlfriend who lived at that house, and like I said, and how they tortured all the the school bullies. I think um, Michael Jackson's daughter was in it.
0: Paris, was, she was. Paris
1: Jackson was in it as well. Um I have
0: seen that one. I'm not gonna lie, I have not that's the only one of American horror stories that mm-hmm. I've watched. Mm-hmm. I've had a massive fallout with Ryan Murphy over um 1984. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did not like it.
1: Right. And okay. That
0: is like right up my fucking straight <laughs> night. And I was like, you know what? I can't put myself through this anymore. Mm-hmm. I can't, I'm sick to death of being absolutely shattered. By a shit show of Ryan Murphy, Hollywood mm-hmm. broke the exception because I watched that, and again, it's just and it's just Ryan Murphy being Ryan Murphy. But mm-hmm. I still love the other ones. Like <laughs> no.
1: in 1984, like, I did find it entertaining, but with everything he does, it goes to the extreme, and it, it took. Like, it, it was supposed to be a homage to everything that was 80s, so again, I was all for it. But having of like course. the night Stalker in, being like a like part like uh, possessed by the devil and stuff like that, and uh, th- again, I like the whole twist where like the the camp leader, the girl ended up being like the psychopath, not not the person it is, but again, playing the tr- tropes. But again, it wasn't one of the ones I hated. I I say, but I think it because it was eighties themed. But um, yeah, the only one like I Again, the the recent one, which they try to do something different as well, was the double feature, which the first half, the premise to the first half, was absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Like the, the whole different, t- like different view on vampires, and yeah. how it was like kind of taking in like drugs and high society. And oh god, uh, I tried to watch this. Mm-hmm. So we'll
0: mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, good dad. Yeah, it was terrible.
1: So, as I was saying.
0: Sorry. <laughs>
1: it's all right. You're wrong, but you're yeah, fun. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't terrible. That that's that's the the thing. It was a good idea. Again, the first part, like say the like, if you like vampires or if you like, uh, like say anything, you do it was a a, a really refreshing take. I, I would liken it almost in a way to Thirty Days of Night, how the changed mm-hmm. how you view vampires in a mm-hmm. different way. So 30 Days of Night made vampires more animalistic, more beast-like, yeah. and more ferocious. Made vampires scary again. Where this one, not made in animals, it made like anyone with talent it, t- taking these drugs, but the price you pay, you've got to basically eat... Uh, like drink blood Mm -hmm. and that's the way to keep your talent and if you're not talent and you take these drugs you turn into these mindless zombies vampires uh oh but that that was basically where um people were saying because that was the the gamble that you take so Mm -hmm. you have to have an england of talent in you for it to kind of take hold and for you like because it started off as like one guy who was um like trying to write a TV show mm-hmm. and like say if he was struggling Macaulay Culkin's character came into it um, like say the 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 old lady that's in all of them like the who plays the witch who plays Vivian Westwood and stuff like that uh, in, in certain ones um, she kind of is like a an author and they attempt him into taking these tablets so he writes the best TV shows writes these best these movies that people are dying to have the screen the screenplays for mm-hmm but in the meantime he's got like a, a, a his daughter who's like a genius like musician yeah. and she sees what he's doing and goes well if he's taking the easy way out why am I struggling cuz mm-hmm. she's trying to she's trying to play a certain bit of music where at her age she's not she, she's not capable of doing
0: yeah
1: which the premise of it is brilliant and she gets one of the tablets and then with everything like say being a younger like uh, younger person not having the self control not having the like say restraint or the knowledge to and that sounds awful but kill uh on the side so uh-huh. you don't get caught she gives into impulses so anyone that's around her she's fading to try and build a urge to become more talented mm-hmm. and he's and then her dad's kind of getting like now he's he's like oh shit this is terrible um I I'm, I've I've fucked up here big style because daughter's <laughs> now become this little monster but he tries to get his wife who is played by um she's a she's a she was like uh, one of the nuns in asylum she was uh, the swamp oh, witch my God. in Covered Libby Rave. Libby Rave. and she turns out to be one of these that doesn't have talent. So she's starting to turn into the zombie vampire. Oh, that
0: explains why she was getting... Because I have watched part of it, Mm -hmm. but that kind of... The way you've talked about it there is not Mm -hmm. how I was picking it up and the reason why Mm -hmm. I switched off. Mm -hmm. And I was so excited for that one Mm -hmm. because I love uh, love Lily Rabe. I love the fact that she was... The last time that she played a feature of just, like, which Mm -hmm. was focusing on her and not all about Sarah Paulson
1: Mm -hmm. was Coven. yeah.
0: And then she was now getting another one that was her, and I was so disappointed. <laughs> and like Macaulay Culkin as well. Like mm-hmm. we just come off the back of Gaga, mm-hmm. and then Macaulay Culkin's coming into it. Like, mm-hmm. and I watched the first few episodes. I was like, I "Can't fucking
1: do this." But it does get better and more. It, it's an interesting take, and and with everything, even though it's a half a season,
0: mm-hmm. it
1: can't stick the landing for the ending. So the ending is totally. Batch it out of there and oh. and and it, again it leaves on a on a sour note you think oh because you could see where it was going and the ideas that was flowing it's like this is reinventing this is new this is interesting
0: yeah
1: and it kind of just didn't get there with what you wanted for the ending and then again I'll, I'll wholeheartedly agree with your statement before for the second part of the double feature it was all about uh aliens again but this time it was basically the American government having an agreement, like it's it's one that they've rumored for years. Because, like I say, with American Horror Story, they like to like lead on to uh, rumored history or like uh, conspiracy theories. Which, mm-hmm. if you're fans of the podcast, you know we are all about. Um, this one, it kind of leads on to the Roosevelts, uh, where they've done an agreement with uh, aliens for the technology that would allow them to. Uh, Abduct a certain amount of uh, Americans each year, mm-hmm. and when you found out what they were doing, they were trying to clone Americans and alien DNA to try and save the alien race, uh, but also take over uh, the, the world by having these uh, alien human hybrids. And it got fucking batshit crazy. Like, you got <laughs> I feel like having... you've got people having just
0: described Mars Attacks to us. <laughs>
1: you know i don't like mars attacks i enjoyed <laughs> mars attacks more than i enjoyed that bit so oh, wow <laughs> but yes it kind of went a bit out then like say hard to follow and hard to understand so it was a little bit less horror more uh b movie and just kind of like 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 they were filling they were filling the gap yeah it, it, it didn't feel like they had a, like a, a rounded idea when this is something that we've read about this would be interesting Let's see what sticks. And it it felt like a million ideas all thrown at once, mm-hmm. and nothing really basically going through, for fulfilling. So it it did feel a bit like a damn squid. But this came out as I said around about the same time as American Horror Stories. Yeah. So when you, when you so when you watched American Horror Stories, you got these amazing tales, and like like the short stories, like the one with uh on American Horror Stories where they've got these YouTubers who were trying to get hits, and how it turns around and goes against them. Brilliant, but get them amazing short stories and you lead up with double feature, I, I can understand where like your hatred came from, because mm-hmm. like I said, the first like the first part, it should have been one of the best TV shows that was made, but it, it just kind of wasn't.
0: See, I think that's what my problem is, because I know what to expect or what I think is going to happen is mm-hmm. that I'm going to get a really good starting point in this shit ending, so I might as well just cut me losses now
1: mm-hmm. and
0: forget it, but I said to myself when watching Roanoke, I'll not do that because mm-hmm. I was going through the whole series. I'd started from one and I was going right the way to, I think Hotel was mm-hmm. the last one at the time. Yeah. And oh my god, I can't believe I actually sat through Roanoke.
1: I say I don't mind. I got heavily like Blair Witch and uh, Amityville vibes from it. So and. Like the only thing that was a bit crazy was, uh, what's it called? Kathy Bates's accent.
0: Oh put, my God. Um... I'm so glad you said that. Cause that even Lady Gaga's was, you, you couldn't fucking point where she was trying to put that.
1: Yeah. Cause like normally you would think, Oh, she's trying to do this type of accent, but no, the accent oh. just didn't quite hit the land in there. But again, I still think as a Roanoke as a, as an idea and as a standalone, I kind of. Was a like I, I enjoyed it more as a fulfilled season than a lot of like say the other ones that either went before or came after. But I know Roanoke does get a lot of shits online and out uh, of bash, but it's one of the ones where I don't mind it type thing. Um, probably the same with like say the 1984 one, I, mm. I don't mind it. It's not one I would keep going back, like I would generally go back and watch Coven. On a regular basis, as, as one of them comfort TV shows, I know it's weird thinking about it as a comfort TV show because there's some horrific elements into it. But, oh, um,
0: yeah, well, let's, well, we'll talk a bit more about Coven because mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. is the best, like, it literally is comfort.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: it, if you want to feel that autumn, autumn feels, just <laughs> slap it on. Um, it has some of the best cast, it has the best cast, I'll put it that way, that mm-hmm. they've ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, You've got the you got Jessica Lang back, Sarah Paulson, who's just fucking incredible to start with, um, Tamisa so Um, and then <laughs> in the, the the starting point of Emma Roberts.
1: Yes, Emma Roberts. Like, was she doing uh, Screen Queens at the same time as just no? She oh, did that after... later, later on. Right. She
0: became the Screen Queen mm-hmm. because. This is she this is what, a starting point, like she's very good at playing villain. Yes, like a really good at playing oh, at like villain. Oh spo-
1: like spoiled bitch. I think oh, that's a nice way.
0: Madison <laughs> Montgomery, that's her name. Yes. Um I absolutely loved that. Um the girl who was in Precious. hmm Oh my god. Queenie absolutely adored Queenie. Nan was brilliant, Angela Bassett, um Danny Houston was mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just had it. It had the best stories, the best fillers. Like when you were like piecing bits together, it. Mm-hmm. it, it there's nothing in there that is not consistent.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like you can pick apart any other series and think, like, take Asylum for example. There's one story and it ends with aliens. With this, it's witches, witches, witches.
1: Mm-hmm. Not- no, hundred, yeah, no change. Definitely, and as you said, some of the characters in there, like Danny Houston as the Axeman, when he when he came into it, it was bizarre, weird, and it was kind I mean, of like a a, a, a a side plot. You were expecting him and Jessica Land to break into a musical at one point. Yeah. Um, it was and it's just... a true
0: story as well.
1: Was it? Yes,
0: yeah, so the Jazzman is a true story.
1: Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yes,
0: yeah, so he actually took from real. To be honest, there's a lot that he takes from real life. And mm. um, the couple who um on asylum who see the um the ufo mhm they that's a that is a true story interracial couple they were absolutely ripped to pieces in the media because one they were an interracial couple and two it was the 50s and 60s and yeah he took he took a lot from real life but yeah the axman is a um a real story no
1: whether it's advice. true or not
0: like whether it's like like an urban legend yeah. but yeah it's like it's it's real
1: <laughs> I, I i thought this like 'cause this bit was like there was some episodes that were bizarre, like say as with all of them, like say the Coven one, but the whole premise was like say they they were trying to find a new uh kind of like the grand High witch out supreme. of like the the supreme witch there, but um and Jessica Lang not kinda be ready to give up them powers and like say basically trying to steal the powers from these people as well. Because like they, they went through them and thought, Oh, this person's gonna be it. No, this person's gonna be it. No, it it, it did the whole switch and be it really well. But I was I thought the hilarious parts was what they did to put poor Kathy Bates in this one. She got tortured. She was uh, like I say her head was chopped off at one point where she was just talking as a head and it was just entertaining. Being, what being
0: they able to being put through roots to yeah. get the racism out of her. <laughs> because again she's another real life character real life person, um La Um, I don't think how brutal she was is true, but there is some suspicion to her brutality of her slaves. Right. Okay. She is a genuine person. Right. Um, she, I think she left to go to France and died in France. Um,
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but she's a genuine, she's, um, she's a genuine person. I think, um, Angela Bassett's character as well. Again, he took a lot from real life on this one. He did. He did his fucking homework. <laughs> that's what he did. He yeah. did his homework and it made fucking sense. Like when you, when you, the, what's her name? Daphine Larori. Mm-hmm. If you know the story of her, it makes fucking sense why she's there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cause her house is there. The suspicions yeah. of how she tried to have slaves That's all there. It's all knowledgeable. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, he did his fucking homework on it and it really, paid off yeah. but i love the fact that queenie drowns the racism out out with roots <laughs> of <laughs> all things <laughs> i just loved it the fact that she could teach a humanity even as just a head
1: yes but like i said with queenie i'm trying to pronounce her name now i'm gonna get it up in front of us because yeah, is, is it
0: gabrielle i'm doing this blind but
1: is it gabrielle so it's Gabrielle sidibe um basically like because i know she's been in a few things but she doesn't really kind of get the credit shot she does because no. she's oh. always like say, a standout whatever she's in but in this she was hugely entertaining like uh, like a her into like her connection and like say a, a, a banter with uh mm-hmm. kathy bates's character was entertainment to watch and like see, her, and her powers was quite interesting as well. Where yeah. if, if she self harmed, she never used to feel the pain, it used to be put onto someone else.
0: The voodoo
1: so, doll, yeah. So she basically, like, yeah, human voodoo. doll, So she puts mm-hmm. her hands in a, a, a deep fat fryer and you see someone getting burned. It, it, <sighs> oh, it, was, it, was,
0: <laughs> it was absolutely oh, no. brutal,
1: but Grim. that's that's one of the things the show does go well for as well. It does put out the gore and it does go like. To the realms yeah. where most shows potentially um wouldn't go, but I think with it being on FX it did get a lot of freedom and, and go yeah. through. Um yeah,
0: they're allowed but- they're allowed to express themselves a little further. What I also like about Coven before we move on to any other ones mm-hmm. is um the trials. The right. actual the trials that the witches had to go through, I fucking love that. When they were trying to find out the next supreme, and um, Madison was putting out own personal hell, <laughs> which was a which was working in retail. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, and um, makes say that because the the ginger witch as well, who the burnt out the stake, and uh, when they, they resurrected, put the hat off. Yeah, because they had he, he's he's like a recurring character in it as well. What's he called? um and Leslie Jordan. Leslie Leslie Jordan in it as well. He, he was, as I said, the comedy element, uh, which, which was quite entertaining. But uh, the, the the actress who plays Queenie, she was in um, one of the episodes of season two of she... American Stories.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, She's uh, in um, Hotel as well.
1: Yeah, she came back. Well, the play she played a character where. Um, it was quite a modern ghost story, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry to jump away from covering It just Let's just jump what, away. just with the story ca- you can do yeah. that. Just with it, her tale it was one of the better ones. That well, one of the more ones I really enjoyed. It was basically, uh, she went to a hardware store and they would fitted this, uh, you know, these new doorbells where they've got a camera. Oh,
0: the ring ones, yeah, the
1: ring ones, and they record and stuff like that. Where when they set it up, every time like she was home alone someone was knocking on the door and you could see on the recording the person who was there but she thought they were haunting her and coming to hurt her but they were coming asking for help and oh. so basically she was. they would tell like it was almost like a sixth sense type situation but her fella uh, started off really nice and they think oh great he's been like say like, lovely partners and stuff mm-hmm. Um, he started being more and more of a dick towards her and like being an arsehole and I know sorry, spoilers if you haven't seen it. Um it turned out that he killed his ex-partner and his ex-partner was coming and he started losing his shit and um it was a whole tale about like say modern technology and ghosts and <gasps> it was done. Oh my god, that's brainy. enough
0: for me not to buy a ring. Because <laughs> so well.
1: so apparently um, it, was, it was going through like the signals or something that um, people can hear or uh, and 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 uh, like because they always say like ghosts come off like certain energy and they like, can and vibe off it
0: vibrations. Type. That's it. I mm. I watch a lot of paranormal stuff <laughs> and they they do through like a, a speaking voice and it's literally white noise. Right. It's like radio static and they can pick up mm-hmm. what. They are what they're portraying to be voices of the dead. And right. I have heard some pretty fucking convincing ones, like of named, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: dead people. Um, yeah, so there's like the vibrant, oh, fuck that. I'm never getting a ring doorbell. <laughs>
1: that's all right. You can tell that story on the Halloween episode when we're talking about ghosts when Beth's on oh as well. Oh my God. Yes. That's why I didn't <laughs> give any names out. I forgot
0: about that. I didn't give any names of the people who I heard because it is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love Queenie was in hotel. Yes, um, and we I know saw. You,
1: I know you've been looking forward to talk about this one, so I'll let you go to town.
0: my god, I fucking love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it, and for one reason and one reason only, and it has fuck all to do with Lady Gaga. She is amazing in it, but it's Elizabeth Taylor.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I fucking <laughs> love that character's arc.
1: Mm-hmm. I,
0: I cry when he finally becomes Elizabeth Taylor when he's when he's given the name and he's. It's like this whole new person is just created in front of your eyes of who he Mm -hmm. actually was to begin with. And Mm -hmm. then you see the fact that he's dying Mm -hmm. and he, and she comes to the realization. Sorry, I keep calling she. He comes, Mm -hmm. she comes to the realization that where else is best to die Mm -hmm. and who else is best to do it? Yeah. And the fact that Gaga comes in and even though they've had this huge, massive falling out. He, she still accepts the offer of that being the, oh, it's just fucking, it's beautiful. And if you, if you honestly, if you don't like Hotel, because there is a lot, there is, there is a couple of things in Hotel, which is incredibly questionable and Mm -hmm. should really be taken out of the show. But if you just watch Elizabeth Taylor's story from start to finish, Mm -hmm. that is enough to make a perfect series. Cut the serial killer bit out. Yeah. Put that in a box. And forget about it, because that's where it fucking should have stayed.
1: Yeah, I, it was a bit of a it was yeah, a bit I of a strange can't. choice outcome. I know, like the, like Evan Peters' character was meant to be like the uh, H H, uh, H. Holmes H Holmes type thing, where the murder house. But again, they lent heavily to again going back to the original season murder house, where yeah. if you die here, you kind of steer there. So you got all these people and these things that's happened to them, mm-hmm. um, and again, the have kind of based it on that. True to crime one as well, like Cecil the hotel, hotel, the Cecil Hotel. That that so, would say that yeah. the look and feel of it was very much that aspect. Um,
0: the look and feel of it is um very HH homes because it's twenties. It's it's mm-hmm. twenty. It's twenty decal. And uh, mm-hmm. whereas the Cecil Hotel was just fucking grim. And uh, there was no decor to that whatsoever. But the idea of it, like the fact that the Cecil has some very infamous guests that have been there, like the Night Stalker, who mm-hmm. uh, showed mm-hmm. up at a fucking. Serial killer lunch. Do you know what really pissed me off about that bit, right? And it had nothing to do with it. It's really tasteless that they had a serial killer, like, sit down night together. Mm-hmm. I thought that was tasteless to start with. Tasteless and fucking tacky. What really pissed me off the most was the Eileen Warner's character. Mm-hmm. Lily Rabe just fucking watched one tape of her and went, yeah, that'll do. She flicks her hair a lot. Mm-hmm. And it made it look like she had a tick. Mm-hmm. Eileen didn't have a tick. If Eileen was flicking her hair, it's because she had her hands in front of her, handcuffed, and she couldn't fucking physically put her hands to her hair to move it. But yet she made this character choice that she was going to have a tick to make her more sadistic, and it really pissed us off. <laughs> I just thought that whole scene was just tasteless as fucking. it was tacky, shitly played out. I just didn't like it. I didn't like the serial killer aspect to it at all. But I, I, again... I will still watch it a hundred times more for Elizabeth Taylor.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I love um, that character.
1: Just a quick question about it, though, as well. Because mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm, I know I mean, like I say, Nick had, a, like, not an argument, but discussions, shall we say, um, about <laughs> Gaga's character. Like, what was she? Was she just, like... A vampire or what she like, said, was she a ghost? Because she did leave the building as well. Um and she didn't bite anyone. She always used that long fingernail to like cut throat cut people's throats and stuff like that.
0: So the she is she lives off the blood that's infected. This
1: mm-hmm. was my
0: take on it. This is why she has the children for. Mm-hmm. Um because they live off infected blood, which is drained by people. So the it, essentially it's like it is vampirism, but it's not the, the the familiar way of looking at it. I feel, cause she's from the net. She is, they start, her story is so interesting because they start her in the golden age of cinema. Was it the golden age with Rudolph Valentino as her partner. Now, Rudolph Valentino was an actor in the, in the twenties. He was a silent actor and he was fucking loved. He only did a couple of films. Um, he was, he was foreign. He was exotic. Like Hollywood fell all over him. I think one of his films was called like, The Return of the Sheik or something like that. But anyways, he dies really young. And Gaga is what he, he had hundreds of female admirers, even though apparently he was very gay. Um, but he had hundreds of female admirers. And a, she was classed as one of them.
1: Mm-hmm. And there
0: was when Valentino, on his funeral one of his female friends who was supposedly his girlfriend who was potentially just a beard, um, used to do this dramatic feinting every two minutes to grab publicity for a fucking funeral um, but there's a story that Valentino's uh, at every anniversary of Valentino's death a woman in black would come with a red rose mm-hmm. and place it at his grave and, and leave and that was gaga
1: <laughs> alright <laughs> That was um, the character that that she was meant to be playing there. Yes,
0: and she was, and that's, and that's why she goes ape shit when she finds out that the ghost of of Valentino is kind of was killed because of. Mm-hmm. What I don't think they even call him Valentino. Like I can't remember, but that is who it is. Um, right. Because she goes because that's the love of her life. Yeah. And he took her away, and um, Evan Peters' character took him took him away from her, and then, oh. I love it. I love the fact that they use the twenties references and mm-hmm. then into the the back to the Montgomerys because mm-hmm. she goes to um them for an abortion which mm-hmm. doesn't go right because she gets a really fucked up baby.
1: Yeah,
0: Bartholomew.
1: That's yes, Bartholomew. Yes,
0: yes. Um, I I just I do like Gaga's story, but I don't think she's a vampire in the in the traditional sense of vampire. I think she does live off. Infected blood.
1: Yeah, because the like I said, the kid that's being kidnapped is um, one of the persons who comes to the hotel and looking at that he's seeing like like reminiscence of the kid that he lost on a, on a board, boardwalk or something.
0: Yeah, uh, he's a detective. Ugh.
1: Mm-hmm. he's a serial killer detective
0: whose <laughs> um, yeah. kid got taken on a boardwalk. Is his wife ends up helping the infected kids who've been drinking
1: mm-hmm.
0: infected blood? It's all that's. I don't know if that's a reference to sexually transmitted diseases or mm-hmm. get your kids vaccinated. Like I don't know where that was aimed at, because <laughs> <laughs> all these kids were getting really poorly off um not being mm-hmm. vaccinated, but then this magic blood was healing. It does, when you talk about it out loud, it does sound like it goes all over the place, but Hotel is actually one of the most, more consistent in, ones. Yeah, I can't
1: hear it. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think, like, one of the standout characters, like, for me in Hotel, and I, again, I, I know everyone always goes on about Elizabeth Taylor and I like gaga, but Sarah Paulson's character in this, oh.
0: like,
1: um, cause I've gotten a name now, cause, like, say, she plays the drug, she plays the druggie who, um, who's like always kind of there and she's begging like if she's going to die she doesn't want to die in the hotel because she doesn't want to be there forever type thing and i think um she starts taking a a liking to one of the like say to to the the what's he called the the detective yeah and she's trying to like help him and stuff like that and i believe he end up kills her doesn't he or she dies dies in a tragic way um on the hotel grounds i believe but her character, like say, it, it's uh, Sally. I think it's called
0: Sally. I think you're right. Yeah. I'm just yeah. I'm looking now because it's it's annoying mm-hmm. the pants offers, Um I think you're right. I think it's Sally. Um mm-hmm. it's so tragic Sally's story because all she wants is just to be loved. Yeah. Um that's all she wants. She wants friends and she wants to be loved, and she just does it all. In mm-hmm. the wrong way, and she has the wrong attitude about it. She even tries, like, for all she fucking hates Kathleen Bates's character. She even mm-hmm. tries to befriend her at some time. She still looks for some comfort from her. Mm-hmm. But again, she's, it's like, it's like she's had, I, I hate using this word because it gets overplayed by RuPaul so many times, but she completely self sabotages herself. Mm-hmm. every time someone even like will get close to her and I thought it was ideal at the end when she was given a mobile phone with social media because mm-hmm. she can get close to people without actually having to have a physical interaction with them because that's where she fucks up
1: yes and I, I, that's why I like I say you're kind of like drawn to her as well mm-hmm. because she's not um, like I say a bad character or like Gosh, say a, a
0: bad person a, no.
1: just, it's just unfortunate so, circumstances and again I, I hate to say it, like say if anyone has a bad day or something goes goes on, that could happen yeah. to any one of us. Um, that's that's the scary part to it. That it's so relatable and so. Uh, I think the only thing that, again, it, it is always a little bit strange. Was uh, I've, got, I've gotten uh, the name now, but uh, it was like Schmidt out of New Girl was in it. And he played like a really, really weird character that got eaten by a bed or something. Like by uh, like, oh my um, god,
0: is that him? I've not watched New Girl. I've only seen mm-hmm. some clips of New Girl on TikTok, mm-hmm. and I'm very interested in watching it. And um, mm-hmm. was that him?
1: Yeah, the, but, the uh, bed monster. That's correct. Yeah, like he kind of gets eaten by the bed and turns into it. But like you see, um, because Schmidt and New Girl is such an amazing actor as well. <laughs> it's just like see. It kind of underutilized them. And I think that's the top problem that sometimes has with these type mm. of shows, the amount of talent and people that, that they have on. Um, it kind of gets like washed away and you kind of uh, lose certain elements. So sometimes mm-hmm. I think less and less is more. Um, I know like, especially with these. With, Maybe that's one of the takes that Ryan Murphy should take from the American Horror Story franchises is don't give us too much. Cause it's like an apocalypse as well. There were certain characters that were playing uh, two roles and stuff like that. It was kind of like rushed to get so many people in or yeah. to do so many things. Uh, it's kind of like a mistakes, but with these type of shows as well, which you don't really expect this iconic characters in it as well. I know like I absolutely. Did not get the show. Didn't get the, uh, the season of Freak Show, but Twisty the Clown is one of the most hideous and scariest things that that came out of this. Uh, especially if you're not a fan of clowns, like I, like it doesn't bother me, no, but me. it it did freak me out a little bit. Like his look and his whole like the way he went on in that show as well. That was one of the most genuine scary things in in Freak Show that that I thought.
0: Yeah, um, just. Go back to hotel a second, because you mentioned about multiple characters. Um, mm-hmm. Sarah Paulson being one of them who played two people. She mm-hmm. played Sally, um, crack alley Sally mm-hmm. and also, um, Billy Dean Howard. Mm-hmm. The medium who you see from Murder House has now made a name for herself and got a TV show and gets the living bejesus scared out of her by real-life course, It's fucking brilliant. I see, again, another way of bringing back a character from the first series
1: to mm-hmm. make
0: it... To, and it made sense. Cause yeah. Why wouldn't Billy be there?
1: Mm-hmm. And it's, it's all the interconnections, and that kind of draws you in as well because you don't want to miss a season in case something does lead you down a alley or if they are going to a, a season again where they'll do a call back and you, you, you'll miss that reference and it kind mm. of feels like you're missing out on on the joke or missing out on the story so it's very clever like to do it that way and i, I think see, i'm all f- for doing more things that way i think mm-hmm. it's, it's better for us it's better for the viewer um like one of the like see the highlights for me as well i know as you said, was shot on the ending of the season, was Asylum. Uh, Towards the end, it got ridiculous, but Zachary Quinto's uh, Mm -hmm. character with Sarah Paulson was literally the most scariest thing I had seen on TV Mm -hmm. for a long, long time. How he, like, you thought he was this nice doctor, but he turned out to be, like, I can't remember the name of the serial killer, because it was, like, a a special, he had a, a name as well.
0: Yeah, and he had a fucking skin, it was the lamp, like, mm-hmm. you're, sitting, you're watching Sarah Paulson's character just sitting in a room which you think is normal until you notice the fucking lamp is made out of skin. And, and you're
1: like, a, oh, I my think, God. Um, I think there was a nipple <laughs> on it or something like that as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was uh, like
0: something to where it was, like, recognisable that it was skin.
1: <laughs> but I think as well what you don't expect, but if you go back and watch them through, they do hit on certain points, and especially of the times – there's a very lot of brave topics that they do hit on as well, especially with asylum. Um, like they go through some hard subjects, like the whole um, like say with Sarah Paulson being a lesbian and uh, like her girlfriend and stuff. They use that uh to kind of to get exactly Quinno to get away with it, because basically, um, when she gets out and like escapes from his little dungeon and stuff like that, mm. um, they try and like. Actually, commit her because she's a lesbian yeah. into the asylum, rather than because she starts off as an investigative journalist or something. Yeah, she's just a, she's break. just a reporter
0: there, but they actually end up getting catching her, um, mm-hmm. for what she technically would have been put in prison for. Oh, mm-hmm. kind of prison asylum. Like she would have been she would have been institutionalized used, for mm-hmm. the condition that she condition mm-hmm. that she had. And if you're listening on audio, that was air quotes, um. <laughs> But yeah, especially over here in the UK, like that, we would have been shit hot on something mm-hmm. like that. So I can imagine Americans being even more shit hot.
1: Yeah, on and then that. and then later on in the episode as well, when they go down to the, the craziness of the, the UFO bit, they they pick on not just like they're being abducted. But it's a fact that the couple is an interracial couple and they're yep. being harassed and abused. And like, see, they're not taken seriously when like, say, these things do happen. Um, and to the p- point where like, see, I don't know if it's him or her that gets uh, institutionalized because one of them gets killed because of the abduction and the, the abductions are still going uh, on in the asylum. Mm-hmm. And that, that's when it gets batshit crazy out there. But, um, like it's, it's topics that, I think started with American Horror Story that we weren't getting into on on TV that led into other things. Like I don't think we would get uh, the HBO version um, of Watchmen with the subject matters and, and talking points that we got with the Tulsa riots oh if, if if we didn't have shows like American Horror Story, yeah. um, like touching on these type of elements. And um, as you said, with um Coven having the racist elements, like the language mm-hmm. that was used in that as well um it's it, like especially for like i say a prime time tv show that's primarily about horror and sex
0: yeah
1: going out there and uh like say it's showing same sex couples as well and, and treating them as normal not treating them as something oh like this is special this is looking like yeah. um like in the murder house like Zachary quinto's character which we mentioned and uh the scars guard like it's just a regular couple and they're not being like say Given this bubble that they normally do, and say, "Oh, like, like, put out as something different." <gasps> You're gay. <laughs> it's it's, it's like a, a normal normal relationship.
0: Yeah, it's it's he normalizes things. See, this is like, I do. I have mm-hmm. such a love here relationship with uh, with our with our guy Ryan Murphy, and it is, and sometimes it is just down to lazy laziness on what I feel he because I, I know what his capability is. And sometimes I just feel like he's quite lazy. Like what he fucking did with Glee, for Christ's sakes, how mm-hmm. popular that was. Um, and he managed to finish it as well. Um, but it just feels like sometimes he's too lazy, but it's still not going to stop me watching a Ryan Murphy program, like it, that, how I feel about him in that aspect. And Hollywood, as much as I've got some issues with the change of history – I still found it absolutely beautiful in what he was trying to do. Like I'm probably going to completely contradict myself here, but in Hollywood, it's everything that, that you would, what, everything that should have, that, that should have happened, happened that didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) So Rock Hudson comes out, Rock Hudson in Hollywood comes out as gay. He goes to the Oscars with not only his gay boyfriend, but a black gay boyfriend That would not happen Mm in 50s Hollywood. But he made it happen on Hollywood, the program. Mm -hmm. And he just, it's like he wrote loads of wrongs. And, but it's, its I'm so conflicted on it. Mm -hmm. I bawled my eyes out at the end because I was like, and it's the same reason why I cried at the end of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, because you've just put something on screen that never happened. Mm. And it broke my heart that it didn't happen that way. And that's not reality. And oh, I just, it fucked with my head. That's what Ryan Murphy does. <laughs> fucks with my head. Fucks with my head. Fucks with my emotions.
1: No, certainly. Uh, and again, as you said, the new season starts uh, tomorrow. Did you see it?
0: The 19th. Absolutely. The 19th. I have no idea. Oh my God. The serial killer from Asylum is bloody
1: face that was the one yes (laughs) because bloody face but because then because then you have the dad coming back as the son of bloody face uh, (laughs) and that's that because they say they always have like a lot of characters do return and rather than telling the same story over and over and over again they do Mm -hmm. like the anthology and tell the different tales but like so the actors um by the time they got to the later ones you got certain actors playing 15, 16 different people. So it was kind of like, uh, which character is he playing now and stuff, especially with Evan Peters. Evan Peters' poet thing is like the go-to guy to play... uh the go-to
0: guy <laughs> of the bad guys. My God, I think Lobster Boy was the only one that came close and being almost mm-hmm. a good guy. Um, if we can just cross on just for a second. um, I, I don't know how you feel about this one, but Cult? Um, One of
1: the ones, the only one I have I didn't get past the first episode um
0: give me one second my
1: cat has decided to move two seconds oh dear <laughs> Poor little cat on, there. No, no. but yeah cult was probably oh, the one oh, that yeah. i like again oh, i God. didn't want to talk about it too much just simply because i didn't get past the first episode and this was i think when cult came out it was during the whole trump it's just it was literally uh, yeah. just
0: after donald trump yeah. um Sorry, I would. If we didn't let her out, she would have started screaming the house down. She has one of the most annoying meows going. It's mm-hmm. adorable but annoying. Um I had I had some mixed feelings on cult, and I don't know if it's because of how soon after the election it was, mm-hmm. but I kind of understood where he was going with it. It was incel, um incel behavior using the election as the tipping point. Yes. That's how I saw it.
1: And I, I thought just it didn't. was actually
0: quite, quite edgy.
1: Mm. I just didn't think it was entertaining. Mm. And that's the thing. That. If you're <laughs> going to have these type of stories and like, in like, if you're going to push the boundaries, like I know, I understand why you did it, especially in America at the time, there was a lot of confusion, a lot of fear. So um, doing the, the story that I did makes sense. Yeah. But for me, it wasn't entertaining enough for for me to enjoy Um, because what was happening in the real world was scarier than what what I was watching on the TV.
0: Absolutely. And there's one scene in that that, like, I don't even know if this is real, like, if people did react like this, but every time the election kept getting mentioned, Sarah Paulson would scream.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Potentially. And I'm
0: like, I don't know, because, like, our election, like, how we do things in the UK is very different to how, yeah. how our, you know, counterparts over the border do things, Um Mm-hmm. It's not to say that we don't have the same mm-hmm. the same outcomes in some ways, but oh. <laughs> just just the way that things are, I don't know if it's the, the Britishness in us that you know, whatever mm-hmm. we you know, whatever happens, we we accept. Mm-hmm. Um, we might not like it, but we we accept it. Whereas over in America, it seemed like it completely took over this one woman's life.
1: Yeah, and okay. that, oh,
0: I just couldn't relate to it.
1: No, that I think exactly you put it perfectly there. It was one of the shows that I could not relate to or mm-hmm. or find a common ground with to yeah. to get on board with. So yeah, that 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 is one of the first, only ones I've not watched, um, and I've got no interest in watching. I know I always say you can't really judge something without giving it a go. I did try. I I, I again I didn't find it entertaining. That was probably yeah the end The end of it for me, um. But as a whole, like I say, when you look at the body of work, there's more success. There's more thing. There's less things to complain about than there is. But that's the, always the thing, especially when it comes to the internet and stuff. People always like to have a go or, or to pick apart something, but they don't realize how good something is when that the picking apart. Oh, um, absolutely. And and, <laughs> and and I think this and I think this show is one of the the big ones out there cuz when you go online everyone is waiting for the new season like people get so excited and so like like it, it used to be the lead up to halloween the american horror story was coming out and then they, you would start getting excited um it's not been this strong over the last few years but i think that's down to more to do with a few weaker seasons cuz Let's be honest. He does. I, I I think he's probably running out of ideas, and without Jessica Lang, it, it lost a little bit of its gravity as well. Yeah, it um, lost a little
0: bit of its sparkle because she. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. She was the absolute diamond in mm-hmm. this in this series. But I'm gonna be. I'm. I look at things um, from the horror community side that I uh that I heavily follow on Instagram. This show after eleven years. Mm-hmm. Still has the same pull. Still has the same gearing up to than what it has done since the first series. I still see people watching them timers, waiting for the next series to come out. You know, their mm-hmm. pictures of the. You know what I mean? Like they, mm-hmm. the. It's still. It's eleven years on. The best thing I find about American Horror Story is it gets you talking.
1: I was going to say something different to the Marklin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it, it has one of problem. the best marketing campaign, and when you look back through, and like I say when I was putting together the design for this week's episode as well, um, the posters, the posters are absolutely st like knockout, standout. Uh, I've just looks... seen
0: the one for for the new one. Holy mm. shit!
1: Yeah, there's yeah. a
0: big, there's a butch dude with spiky antlers and. Goodwill, I'm telling you, you'd love it. Like <laughs> you'd love that outfit. And I have not heard a dot about. Mm-hmm. I knew it was happening. Obviously, it's it happens every year, but I didn't. I've not really delved mm-hmm. into what's happening and what's the new one about.
1: I think it's all about New York City, all the New York like fashion industry and stuff like that. Because the posters I've seen, it's all about like high heels and it might be club kids as well. So that again Watching could be, that, then. Could be <laughs> Let, let's put the bets on see if it's for yeah. rupaul's rupaul's first appearance in the story oh my
0: god <laughs> so the cast the, mm. oh my right okay so we've got the return of billy Lord, who looks like she's a ryan murphy mm-hmm. um member now mm-hmm. um got zachary quinto right. sandra Bernhard. you know mm-hmm. who she is no. Roseanne, Nancy oh, from Roseanne. All oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Patty LaPo, Patty LaPoine. Mm-hmm. She is a Broadway actress, majorly in the Broadway, Tony award winning, um, Olivier award winning, Grammy award winning. She was also in hotel. Uh, no, Hollywood. She's in it. Um, Dennis O'Hara, who is, mm. a tailor. Stable,
1: st- stable now.
0: Leslie Grossman, who. Right. Was in has been in quite a few, so she's starting to become a regular. Um, uh, that's really it for names that we would know.
1: No, Evan Peters has he given up the ghost now? <laughs>
0: yeah, he's gone. And Evan Peters went a while ago, didn't he? He's not. Well, I mean, I know, um, the Dharma things, Murphy, mm. but he's not done any American Horror Stories for a while.
1: All right. I wonder if McCallum McCallum makes the appearance, especially with them being in like the, that movie Party People, was it?
0: Yeah, he played Michael <laughs> Alec. <laughs> no, we don't have any.
1: um will always will probably. I would say probably think of they'll throw a surprise in there or anything like that. Um, but
0: um, Charlie Carver. Does that name sound familiar to you?
1: It does, but I, I I wouldn't be a tell you who or where he was from, but the Charlie Carver does ring a bell.
0: It's such a shame because I was really liking the cast that he's he has um uh in double feature. Mm-hmm. The main guy, what's his name? Um Finn Whitrock.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Who's
0: been in quite a few of them. I I thoroughly enjoy watching his performance. I think he's he's beautiful. I mean <laughs> that's that's yeah. really helpful um <laughs> sorry, goodwill. I was just seen his comment. um Dan really disappointed he's not back for more.
1: Mhm, it probably will be. you'll always get the people that re- like come into it or like they will keep them as little hidden guests and things you don't really uh, know and, and see type thing so you'll you'll be, there'll be a few surprises the only no one paulson. I, no paulson either
0: no no Sarah Paulson.
1: Oh, um, right. It's
0: actually making us think. Is Sarah doing the second series of Ratchet?
1: Don't know. Never heard. I, I, I didn't, I didn't know if they were going to
0: enjoy that.
1: Didn't know they were going to. I've not heard anything about Ratchet or Ratchet season. I know when Ratchet came out, but I've not heard anything about season two. There was been... rumored
0: that there was going to be a second series. I mean, it was set up lovely for a second series. Um, but no, no Sarah Paulson.
1: Mm, that's strange. But yes. So. Um, I know we did have a, like tell you my favorites, but you didn't actually tell us which shows you uh, episodes were yours. You,
0: you said you Hotel, should... Hotel, Coven, and mm-hmm. um, Murder House. Murder House, I yes. think, is an absolute masterpiece. Um, mm-hmm. it's scary. It's got a amazing the, the house. Mm-hmm. I hope. I mean, I've got a lot to do on my list when I go to Los Angeles, but I was so hoping to drive. Even just you can't. You the the house is normally. Guarded off because nine times out of ten, like six months out of the year, they are filming. Some this was used in Buffy, if you remember. (laughs) All right. Yeah, it was an um, episode of Buffy. The what a Halloween episode? A Halloween episode where they go to a um, party. It's Mm -hmm. the American Horror Story house, Um, and obviously the owners are just fucking sick (laughs) of people going to their house. (laughs) And I just I love I love the starting point. We watched religiously, like, I think it was Friday night Mm -hmm. when it came out. And we watched religiously every single week. We did start watching them on FX.
1: Yeah. I think this one had one of the strongest first episodes in a TV starting point. Yes. That came out for a long time. Uh, Like, I instantly remember, like, say, the, the initial starts, like, say, when you get to see the house and you see everything that comes up. Uh it it it's visually one of the more and that sounds strange talking about a horror film. Visually in all the seasons, even the ones that you don't like, beautiful the mm-hmm. way it aesthetically is shot. Um it does try and make the most out of like the characters and bring some old faces in you, but I do think they do overstack the episodes with certain characters as well. Uh, I, I my only uh, like say advice or uh, critique would be less is more, which I said earlier, is to not throw so much at the wall and see what sticks, hone it down like strip it down a lot more and that's where I think to me now, I get more excited about the American horror stories than I do about the actual full season Yeah, because you're
0: you're getting what you want from it aren't you? You're getting Mm -hmm. a a start a middle and an end within a very short period of time and it's Mm -hmm. not a weekly thing where you've got to wait (laughs) For the next bit, I totally get what you mean by it. it's very dry. Like mm-hmm. he could concentrate so much more on because he's really good at character development, mm-hmm. and he's really good at getting you to to fall in love with these characters. And if he mm-hmm. could just spend a little bit more time on the ones that matter, as opposed to giving stuff that doesn't matter, I mm-hmm. honestly think it would it could make it for me so much better.
1: Cool. No, I agree to, uh, entirely so with it with that being said
0: Mm.
1: i think that's a nice little place to wrap it up that you
0: agree with me (laughs) i don't
1: agree with you (laughs) yes yeah i
0: think that's a nice way to round it up Like i said, this wasn't this wasn't meant to happen we Mm. weren't meant to be doing this today
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes but i prefer talking about something i enjoy rather than something i didn't enjoy and i think that's the whole idea of the podcast and the idea of uh, like, say, the nerdy up north community as a whole is to, to embrace what you love rather mm-hmm. than embrace what you don't. And it's, it's I know we much. joke, uh, and I know we do joke, and like, like we had a bit of a carry on on last episode when we talked about the, the movie. Um, that's pretty much going to be the last thing I'll say about it, just because I don't want to keep shitting on it, and that's not like what I'm about. Uh, I'm rather talk about things I love and things that I enjoy. Um, but I think that'll be a nice place to move. Oh, and so next, we're all back on Friday. We're back on
0: Friday. So you not you get us very quickly after this one. Mm. We are back on Friday for a mm. howler of an episode. <laughs>
1: oh, God. <Ooh.
0: laughs> she is out. <laughs> Done that
1: one. Um,
0: um, I'm going to watch when the Marvel Werewolf by Midnight on Thursday after mm. I finish work. That is my
1: plan cool. Beth, Beth's just asked a very very brilliant question what would you both like to see done in future uh, American Horror Stories oh. so,
0: what,
1: like, so I, I think that would be an even better way to finish off so oh, thank no you <laughs> <That's> <laughs> thank <bad>. you Beth
0: <laughs> so um...
1: yeah, yes what would you like to see shall we say like a story wise that hasn't been told um
0: Oh my gosh, that is that is a really good question and a really hard one to answer because I feel like whatever I say is already being done. Um, And if they don't, if this New York one isn't about Club Kids and New York in the 80s and what it really fucking looked like, the grimness of it because there's so many stories you could tell with 80s New York I'd love to go down that avenue. Murder. Mystery. Drag Queen.
1: <laughs> so, I've got one, and you're going to kick yourself for not doing it.
0: Go on, then.
1: Monster movies werewolves. Oh, into the next it.
0: oh, no. <laughs> that is good.
1: <laughs> I'm leading into the next podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah. absolutely perfect. Yes, this Sunday we are all about the werewolves
1: friday because sunday we oh my god yeah
0: not sunday sorry we have just said not two minutes ago we're doing a friday yeah yeah because this sunday we are we're going on a road trip
1: yeah we'll probably not be friends after sunday so don't worry sunday
0: is a test (laughs) sunday is a test of patience endurance
1: and um,
0: more patience
1: (laughs) yeah me and me stuck in a car with three goths is going to be fun
0: Yeah, it's (laughs) going to to be absolutely brilliant. We're going to have a brilliant time. Um, So please, if you can, like this video, share this video, come join us on the Facebook group, come join us on the Instagram group. Check out Charlotte's Boot Club. Check out Mm. hashtag Charlotte's Feet. (laughs) Check out Jake and Goodwill's Twitch.
1: (laughs) And that's not a euthanism. Um, Yes, I believe they are twitching tomorrow night as well. (laughs) Twitching!
0: (laughs) Yes.
1: So yes. Um, trying to think because I am going to try and take some video and photos from Sunday as well, so they will be getting uploaded onto the Facebook group.
0: Yeah, I will probably be doing the same for my own personal TikTok, which will then go on the nurture North page as well. It always does.
1: (laughs) But yes, Um...
0: promotion.
1: But yes, um, we are, like I say, in full swing with a spooky season as well. So the weekend after that is uh, our Halloween episode where we are trying to get a few people involved as well. We're getting the lovely Beth. I think Graham's coming back on from the community podcast episode we did, which was just uh, Mendel. Uh, I think Donna's going to be on as well. Uh, So... That's going to be interesting. <laughs> I can't wait
0: to hear her stories. Because
1: she's got a very a few spooky spooky stories as well. <laughs> um, and then we are doing a mega episode of horror computer games. That's going to be in. Then we are doing the hundredth episode where yeah. we'll all end up just throwing stuff at each other or we'll be human. Just
0: absolute massacre! Like that will be the American horror story. The English yeah. horror story will be the hundredth episode. But that mm. episode. Th- will take us out of the spooky season officially. Mm -hmm. And by the time it comes to then, if it's anything like last year, we will have oversaturated ourselves with horror, that we will want to do nothing more but talk about anything but horror for a very long time.
1: (laughs) Then we will be getting the Back to the Futures episode. And also as well, I believe um, Jake is actually branching out this week. He is actually gonna be uh, guest starring in another podcast. <gasps> uh and a, uh it's an American one as well. So I don't know wow. um I don't know what it's called, I'll be honest. Uh Wednesday I do apologize. Patton. I think it's Friday, but I think it's oh, like I think it's okay. like two or three o'clock in the morning over here. <laughs> Just
0: be sure to check the Facebook group for more information on Jakey's uh venture out on another YouTuber. <laughs> <treater. laughs> Venturing out, and we'll make sure we'll, we make sure we'll put it on the Facebook group so everyone mm. knows to go and check it out.
1: Cool, but yes, uh, same back time, same back channel, guys.
0: See nerdy, everyone. Bye. Bye. Hand
1: dance.